Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of Will and Ted's Excellent Wrestling Rewind. I'm Ted. And I'm Will. And it's time to rewind. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Will and Ted's Excellent Wrestling Rewind. Once again, I'm Ted, this is Will, and we are here today to talk to you about our top 10 tag teams of all time. Now, for the purposes of this list, I just want to clarify with Will, we're talking male tag teams. We're not talking any of the women's tag teams that that have come about recently or anything like that. We're talking about male tag teams in this instance. And uh, so we're going to start with Will's number 10. So my number 10 probably isn't anywhere close to your list because, again, we're from two different eras, Mm -hmm. two different times, and to me... It was something that it was the reason why I kept watching TNA for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Beer money. Hmm. You I, know, I, I think love about beer money. I love Robert Roode and James Storm together. Yeah. And that's why I, with him being in a tag team with Dolph Ziggler right now, I'm like, can we just sign James Storm? <laughs> if they're gonna put Robert Roode in the tag team division, bring back beer money. Yeah. Come on, they were yeah. just entertaining. They were. They were. And you know what? Now that, I, now that I'm thinking about this list, I probably would have <laughs> put the Motor City Machine Guns on my list now. That, that for some reason, the yeah, Impact like, teams just didn't, just didn't yeah, stick just in my head. some names. Because I've, I've, there are, when we did our top ten male wrestlers, a lot of the guys were WWE guys, if yep. you look through our list. This list was a little different because there's guys from many different companies on my list. Okay. All right. Well, I mean... My list is actually mostly WWE and WCW guys, but now like I'm I'm a little bit upset with myself <laughs> that I didn't think about the Motor City, Mach- Motor City Machine Guns because they were like the reason I watched TNA for a long time. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, I'm gonna stick to my list. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to my list and my prepared comments. Mm. My number ten was Lex Luger and Sting. Okay. Lex Luger and Sting because no matter what happened in the storylines of WCW, when they were like, "Oh, we need a tag team." They'd be like, Luger, Sting, go Go out and do a match. Quick, wait, you told me I was wrestling for the title tonight. Go out and do a tag match right now. (laughs) That seems like WCW It was totally WCW. That's exactly how they functioned, man. crap. (laughs) Uh, But they they really did. And and, uh, they were just so good together because, because Luger was the powerhouse and Sting was the submission specialist. And they both had submission finishers. But then Sting also had the impact finisher. And it was just so good they did so well together and that they were always a tag team especially their their iteration of the two of them in the wolf pack together really really made me fall in love with tag team wrestling okay they were really because cool. it's something that we both of us enjoy a lot as tag team wrestling yeah and we absolutely. don't get that a lot now with, with the well WWE. we're starting to get it a little more a little more yeah all right continue number nine it's more of a personal favorite for me i just i i had to put them on the list i've loved the new day so they ha- I have them at number nine. Uh, I know, I know, I know, but it, it, I can't do a top ten tag team list for myself without having them on there. I mean, you they're could just have. hilarious. They are so so. I totally get where, where so, you're coming from. They're so good. All three of them together are so good. I'm like, I think they kind of revitalized tag team wrestling in the WWE to me. That's kind of, that's part of the reason I have them on there. I agree with that. Now, now here I have I had to ask a qualifying question as a semi-serious wrestling journalist. Um, are you talking about Kofi and Biggie? Are you talking about 
Xavier and Big E? Are you talking about Kofi and I know, Xavier? I know tag team is technically two people, but all three of them together. That's yes. a stable. No, I that know. is a stable. No, no, I'm going to hard press <laughs> one as Leonardo. I want an answer. It, to me, it, it, it's more... It's more Big E than anything else because I just think he's hilarious. Then he should have been on your top ten. It's now Kofi. List. It's it's Kofi and Big E. To me. All right, all right. Because I've watched it. Kofi so long in his career. Okay, and, and Big for the first e, Big for e the first couple of years, X didn't really wrestle all that yeah. much. Big E compliments Kofi's style so well. He does. I can't wait for that heel turn one day. It's it, you know it's coming. I do. I can't wait for it. The, the camp- I can't wait. I can't wait for the two of them to be like locked th- in a cage match or something, <laughs> and Big E to be throwing him into like. Penciling him into the into the cage, you know, <laughs> lawn darting into the cage. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. But like they're to me one of the biggest one of the matches that stands out to me, tag team wise with the New Day is their feud with the Usos and their Hell in a Cell match mm. a couple years ago. Yeah, really fantastic of, match. I mean, you don't you didn't normally see tag matches in a cell, mm-hmm. but that works so well. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, like. I'm kind of in the same position I was when we talked about top 10 male wrestlers um, last week, you know, or the or beginning of this week. Yeah. But the, um, you know, really what it, what it comes down to for me is the New Day, the Usos, the, the Briscoe Brothers, Lucha House Party. Um, those guys are still, like, in the heavy mix of their careers right I'm now. I'm hoping you meant the Lucha Brothers and not Lucha House Party. Yes, I meant the Lucha Brothers. <laughs> Sorry, too many Luchas. Um, but yes, the Lucha Brothers, you know, and, and all those guys, like, they're still in the that is Lucha a, House I mean, Party. To, to <laughs> <laughs> Bloopers. All right, so. Uh, um, see, but but yeah. for me, growing up, watching the, like, the Ruthless Aggression into the PG era, Tag team wrestling kind of died. It in, did. I mean, Deuce and Domino held the tag titles. Ooh, at one point. I was hoping don't raise that for my memory forever. <laughs> I hate you. So a lot, like I have a lot of sort of tag tag teams that that are still in the prime of their career right now, mm-hmm. but they're not higher up on my list because of that. Right. But they're guys that I really enjoy watching. And, and I respect that. When I, I guess I just think of, when I think of all time, I think of backtracking my, you know, who I thought in tag team heydays were among my favorites. Um, all right, so that makes sense. So, number nine. Number nine. For you. Number nine for me is the Steiner Brothers. Okay. Um, I think that that was probably Scott Steiner's best iteration of himself <laughs> mullet scott steiner is the best scott steiner um free roy rage and chest collapse you know um i mean don't get me wrong never skipped leg day you should have never skipped leg day um <laughs> to even lift um yeah scotty and listen big 29 inch arms bro huh. big pop of pump scott steiner was cool um <laughs> in that thug Maybe a rapist way cool. But <laughs> but at the end of the day at the oh, end of the day, man. you know, he um he just didn't impress me as Big Papa Pump. When he was in a tag team with his brother, the two of them did such great things. Such great things. And and 
you know, just it, it is it is what it is, man. I, I, I don't feel like I had to defend it too much. Yeah, um, I no, think, you don't. I think, I mean, I think the, he, they would be on the top of a lot of people's list. Again, I only got to, I've only seen them wrestle once or twice as the Steiner brothers. I've only really seen Scott Steiner wrestler, wrestle. Yeah, the Frankensteiner stuff that he did when he was young off the top rope. Mm-hmm. That was like high impact stuff before there was oh, yeah. high impact stuff, you know. And so that that's definitely why I put them on my list. Anyway, you're number nine. My number eight. I already number eight. We did, we did nine. <laughs> Again, I mean, <laughs> it's funny because you you called the Lucha House Party earlier, but number eight to me are the Lucha Brothers. Dude, those two guys together are just. If you look at what they've been doing, and they're not even in. The WWE because um, I hope they stay out of the WWE because I think they would die. Yeah. But the matches that they've been putting on against the Young Bucks lately, oh my god! And so, their whole, their feud against LAX at in their time in Impact is just incredible. They're just putting on top level matches. So here's my thing: um, modern indie wrestling and therefore modern AEW impact wrestling um it, it gets a little spot festy it is it's very spot festy and I don't see as much storytelling happening there as I would like to see as a traditional wrestling fan um but now, uh, that, part of me that's something that I like I, I like big spots and matches listen I like big spots and yeah. matches but I don't want all of the match to be a big spot like I don't want a match to revolve around a spot I want a match to result to revolve around the story, and if you can yeah. make a spot fit the story, it makes sense. Um, for instance, look at Shawn Michaels. You know, and I keep going back to this match on all these lists, but look at Shawn Michaels <laughs> Triple H in two thousand two. Shawn Michaels doing that 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 splash off the top rope down onto the table on the concrete. Yeah, that was a big spot for a guy with that's coming off a broken back. Yeah, right. That spot was completely unnecessary. In terms of telling the story of the match, but it elevated the story of the match. Yeah. You didn't need it, but it made the story better. I mean, and that's what I think spots in wrestling should be. They should make yeah. the story of the match better. And I mean, obviously, with what Pentagon and Phoenix can do as singles wrestlers too, sunset flip, help, pile drivers, yeah, on the tables it's. And, I mean, if you watch a lot of the matches that just Pentagon has done lately. It, it just turns into a whole match of them dropping each other on their head. Yes. And it, it's fun to watch. I'm, uh, again, it's very entertaining for me to watch. But, they're, again, I, I can see your point where there's no real storyline to what's going on. Right. Right. And I think that their story with the Young Bucks is a little bit different than the typical match we get from them because it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. But I have problems with spot fest wrestling. And then you're going to have a bit of an issue with a lot of my my list. Then um, that's okay. That's all right. We it's okay to disagree about things. Yeah. Maybe we'll teach these young whippersnappers, you know, whippersnappers, something about having a conversation about disagreeing. Yeah. Instead of you know, he hurt my feelings. I should sue him. <laughs> all right. So uh, my number eight. New Age Outlaws. Oh, you ooh, didn't know. Interesting. Oh, you didn't know. Um. <laughs> You know, the, the two of them just, they get, pushed the envelope as a tag team. They complemented each other well. And they were over. Mm-hmm. They were so over all the time. And they didn't need ladder matches, table matches. Yeah. And to do it for them. 
They just need it to be them. Because I'll admit something, I have them at number four on my list. Wow, really? Okay. There was a rule made because of them. That's true. <laughs> and in a multiple tag team match, you could not tag your own partner in and pin them to win. They had to make that rule because of them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they did it and they won. I mean... <laughs> Perfect. But I love... Again, going back and watching some of the older stuff, I love those guys together. And one of the things, like, it's <laughs> it's something that I'll go back and watch every once in a while is in the, the Raw Reunion episode that they did a few mm-hmm. years ago where, uh, who was it? Uh, the NWO, well, no, the NWO was out in the ring mm-hmm. and the Ascension came out. Yep. And that all went down and then... Uh, JBL got up from the desk and ripped off his shirt and said APA and Ron Simmons comes out and then everybody's in the ring and you hear oh you didn't know and then yep. out comes Billy Gunn Road Dog and Billy Gunn yep <laughs> they're both wearing I'm, it hurts me because they're both wearing Dallas Cowboys shirts but that's that's them yep <laughs> yep yep I um just the the way that they were they both were together. It's just hilarious. To and me. they were seamless. They were yeah. seamless. And it's funny that you mentioned APA because they were almost on my list. That, they just didn't make my list either because I didn't really get to watch a lot I, of them. I love the APA. Like, favorite of all times, APA's on my list. Okay. Top 10 tag teams of all time, not on my list. Okay. All right. You're number seven, sir. I'm assuming they're somewhere on your list, but Edge and Christian. Hey, we match up. Hey, at number seven. At number seven. Ah, look at that. I think um, I think they were just they were perfect together. Yeah, they were perfect together. I think that ultimately the right move was made to make Edge a single star. Yeah, and Christian could have been that if WWE hadn't bogged him down. But I mean, to me, it all starts with. Three letters that come along with and any of those guys that you think about in that time is TLC. Yep. Yep. No, I mean, all three of those teams make my list. But the the matches that that, that Edge and Christian, the, the Hardy Boys and the Dovies put on. Yep. It's just. It's, it's, it's impossible to not have them on the top. Of yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that. Um, they really told the story of being a team. Yeah. They had their trials and tribulations. They're, they had their fuse and they got back together. And, you know, yep. So I think that's really important in a tag team division. And apparently, unfortunately, I don't know if you heard, but Edge left the Edge and Christian podcast. No. Yeah. It was, I didn't really read any of it. I just saw the update on my phone that he'd left. Hmm. So I don't know. Going to have to do some research there. Yeah, I'm going to have to read into that a little more. All right. So number six then. Young Bucks. I know, I know, Spot Fest, but these I, guys... I just don't like the Young Bucks. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, I'm just not a Young Bucks They're fan. at the forefront of tag team wrestling right now. Yeah. It's hard for me to see why. Listen, I get that they're talented. <laughs> I get that they're talented in the ring. I get that they're popular because they're the Young Bucks and whatever. I just, I don't, I don't like watching them. I think it's, it's like, oh, yay, another spot. All right. Agree to disagree. Not, yeah. But yeah. they're they're pushing tag team wrestling so hard right now. 
and uh, well, yeah, because like otherwise, said, how are they going to make main event money in, in I AEW? I know, I know, but <laughs> they can't. There wasn't a spot for them in the WWE because of how much tag team wrestling wasn't shown. So they had to go out and make a name for themselves, right? And they ha- they did. Yeah, I mean, they did. They did. I'm like I said, they're. They're on just, my list at number at number six. At the end of their career, then most likely will be higher on my list. I, I mean, I'm going to be willing to give them a shot with the TNT and you know and Dynamite being. Um, yeah, I'm curious, I'm curious and, to see how everything goes with AEW. I don't. I'm hoping that them being part of the business end doesn't take away from their their in ring stuff. I don't think it will, but you never know. I'm gonna just stay silent. <laughs> Right. Who's your number six? Harlem Heat. Again, people I never got to watch. Oh, my man. The Harlem only... Heat. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. You know, Harlem <laughs> Heat was, was just my thing. Oh, my God. They were so good. Stevie <laughs> Ray was so underrated. And then they tried to make him a single star and it just didn't work. But, but at the end of the day, they as a tag team, they were just impeccable they were so good and they were so seamless and they put on such brilliant matches with very little effort they were so easy to watch and so that you know and and the fact that booker t came from that booker t almost made my top 10 male wrestlers list you know and booker t came from there and booker t's one of my favorites like if we're talking about favorites booker t's one of my favorites yeah we'll have to do a top 10 favorite i mean we have said that who our favorite wrestler of all time is but we'll have to put we'll have to put a top 10 together yeah (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't matter what time of day we film, folks. Nope. That's that's two. Alright, who's your number five? Again, indie wrestling, but they do tell stories. LAX. I have no problem with LAX. I think LAX And I know best. it pushes the lines of stable compared to tag team. Yes, but, but you're, talking, been... you're talking about the modern iteration of LAX, right? Both the... both of them. I, I like uh Homicide Hernandez and I like uh, Santana Ortiz. I don't know, man. You're talking about four wrestlers there. I know, but they're, they're two. They're both tag teams, though. I'm gonna give you a pass, <laughs> but I don't I'm appreciate pushing, I'm, cheating the system. I'm I don't appreciate bit, cheating yes, the I know, system. I know, I know. But I broke DX and the New Age Outlaws up. That's all I'm saying. So did I. Okay. <laughs> Go. <laughs> But I mean, just again, I know it's spot fest wrestling. I love what those got, what both both sets of those guys could do. And on top of that, they told the story. They do. I mean, the LAX, both iterations of LAX, yeah. have been really, really good in that. And in Con- Conan being a part of that in both renditions, uh, yeah. it it helps. Yep, so much. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So that I'm, I'm and I'm curious to see. Because obviously they had their last match on Impact. I'm curious to see what they do in AEW now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so my number five, and you're you're gonna have issue with how low these guys are on my list, but it comes to the Hardys. Um, so the the Hardys to me could have been my number one tag team. I had to, but I had, to put whole, my, I had to put my feelings aside for that. I have them at number three, but I but the. Sheer amount of drug issues 
alcohol issues. They have they have their issues. I know. Um, and the fact that when they diverted and they became single stars, they had such strong singles careers independently between yeah. the Broken Universe and like that in this undisputed championship match that Jeff Hardy had with the Undertaker. That ladder match on Raw was yeah. epic. Ugh. You know. Um, the, that's the thing. That, that's part hard, of the reason why I have me. them a little lower on my list. Yeah, it's hard again. For me I had because, to put my personal feelings aside for that. Yeah, it's hard for me because I kind of view them almost more at this time as singles wrestlers who are back together as a team yes. than a tag team that went their own way and came back, just because of the success that they had. So that's why they're so low on my list. So I'm, and I mean, obviously, for us watching Mania a couple of years ago. We we knew there were rumors. Yep. The new day came out and started saying that they're going to add another team, and we're like, all right. We both we both looked at each other and we went, hmm. Yep. And then the new day I started. Wish we had, I wish we had been doing a live stream. I wish we had been doing the show then. I own, for the pop. I, oh man, because you and great. I both were out of our seats. Yeah. There's food on the floor. <laughs> and there's like yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, I'm I. <laughs> And the delete, cra- the delete chance from the crowd. Oh, it was great. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. And, <sighs> and I know Matt's Matt was a little on the older side, so then it, they kind of made him run all the way down that ramp. So, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so where are we at? Number. Well, we already You're, talked about my number. We actually just talked about my number four and three because New Age Outlaws was four. Okay. Parties were three. Okay. So your number four. My number four is DX. Okay, that's my number two. <laughs> Triple, H, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Um, I think that early DX was incredible. Yeah. Especially for, and I could be wrong, but I don't believe they ever held the tag team championships I think as it was the always, original DX. I think it was always New Age DX. Yes. 2006 DX held... Multiple tag team yes. champions, and that's that's what I remember watching. Mm-hmm. And again, it comes down to both. I mean, obviously they're both they're both on our top ten wrestlers yes. of all time list. Yes, but they're also two of the best entertainers. And so when I think of Shawn Michaels, I think of Shawn Michaels becoming my favorite singles wrestler because of DX, not because of his body of work before that. Yeah. I came to appreciate his body of work before that because I liked him because of DX. And so it's easier for me, where I just said that the Hardys kind of became singles guys that came back together. Yeah. It was very easy for me to trans- back, transition back to DX because DX was just DX. Yeah. It was always an off-again, on-again thing with different people coming in and out of the group, yep. and it was okay. I mean, we got to. I mean, in two thousand, the two thousand six era of DX, probably one of the funniest feuds with him, with them and the McMahons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the Spirit Squad, and on top of that. So listen, man. <laughs> I totally listen. It was highly entertaining. It was yeah. very funny. It was a shadow. It was a PG era shadow. I know. Of ninety seven DX. I know. DX. But that's what I got. I know. I know. And For stupid funny. humor, which I love. It was great. It was perfect. Absolutely perfect. And Shawn Michaels walking down the hallway, super kicking everybody. <laughs> Just absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely their their phenomenal. impressions of Vince and Shane. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, Dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you and said, we got to see them at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't have to talk for a while now because you just went down my four, three, and two. So so who's your? Th- I'm sorry. Who was your three? The Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys. Okay. 
My number three, Heart Foundation. Okay. And I'm talking about old school Heart Foundation. Obviously. Um, I think that Jim Jim the Anvil and uh, and Owen were just super easy to watch, and they were such a contrast of styles. And um, you know, Owen was just always easy to watch wrestle. You know, God rest him. You know, um, yeah, I never got to watch these guys growing up, so oh uh, it's stuff God, that I had to go. There's so much that I have to go back and watch. You, I mean, yes, we are we are wrestling journalists now, so <laughs> you know. have to go back and do some homework. I know. All right, all right. There's no time to be doing actual work at work. Just have the network on, you know, constant go. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I mean, they were just so easy to watch, and they made Brett still seem cool. Yeah. Even though Brett was kind of like, I'm old school. Hammer down. You shall not pass. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> You know, um, and I just, I, I just fell in love with that that group of guys. You know, the the leather jackets and the sunglasses, and yeah. the pink tights, and you know, it was just awesome. You know, it was fun. To, it was always fun to watch them. And your number two was DX. DX. So okay, your number two, the Outsiders, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. Okay, so. My reason for them being so high on my list, even though they were like an on-again, off-again tag team, is because they changed professional wrestling forever. Forever. With the NWO. Yeah. They they made something happen by going to WCW and building the NWO and being the tag team that they were and the chemistry between them having been in the clique all that time together. Um Nash had just come such a long way from being Vinny Vegas, you know, and uh, <laughs> and and whatever that that emerald thing that he played for a while was Oz or something like yeah. that, you know. But um, you know, the, they just they they forever changed the industry, and I just felt like that deserved to be noted, so you know, in some fashion, um, as far as my ranking for them in the top ten tag teams of all time. Okay. And uh, looking over at yours, we both have the same number one. Again? Again? Yes. yes! So, number one on, th- on three, one, two, three. Team, Team 3D. Team 3D. You know, the Dudley boys, I mean, they were just the most dominant oh tag team God, of all time. I love, doesn't matter where they were. Nope. They were good. Yep. ECW Tag Team Champions. Yep. WCW Tag Team Champions. Even though it was in WWE, it doesn't really count, but it does. WWE Tag Team Champions. Um, Impact, Impact Tag Team Champions, New Japan Tag Team Wrestling Tag Team Champions. I'm pretty uh, sure. I think. I'm pretty sure. We'd have um, to do a little bit of research. Do a little bit of research, but I mean, they just they dominated no matter where they went, all over the world. They were the Dudleys, and they they were the ECW story that could. Yes, they were the little engine that could. Yep, and they just went everywhere and anywhere because you know. Once they they got into the WWE, a lot of the the ECW and WCW guys kind of just like petered out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to to say that these guys win anywhere. Yeah, I mean, Bully Ray is still going strong in, in Ring of Honor, and uh, you know, Devon's a producer now, and yeah, he's doing good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I just, definitely. It, there's so much we could again that we could do a whole, a whole episode. episode on that. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and one of one of my favorite finishes of all time. The three D, three D, yeah, yeah, yep. Dudley Death Drop. <laughs> you know what though? Do I they? Have... Do they? They don't. I mean, there's a there's a bunch of them, but there there were only two that were the tag team. So kind of yeah, they, they, they were the only two that were the tag team. Yeah, like Spike was always a singles guy. Yeah. Um, I forget what the real big guy, the the, the silent guy's name was. Um, 
Sign Guy Dudley, that, that was him. Yeah. Um, you know, he was always a singles guy. Um, my favorite, though, might have to be big, I'm going to censor myself, big Rick Dudley, <laughs> who always, like, in, in ECW, always did the, the entrance for yeah. them. You know. Famous oh. from your mama because she told me so. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Just absolutely fan-freaking. Oh, and again... It go in at least in their WWE run. It goes back to three letters. TLC. TLC. Absolutely. I mean, they they just put tag team wrestling back on the map. Yeah. With with Edge and Christian and the Hardys for sure. Well, uh, that's two for two, man. You know, yeah. we we did the the top ten male wrestlers list a, a little while back, and we we both ended up with Ric Flair. We don't look at each other's yeah, list. Yeah, like, like we're looking like, right I now. Look I over to see what his list. <laughs> you know, mine's on the pad here, but yeah. you know, it's like wow, like we're. We're two for two for the, yeah, no, it's for, the top, weird. for the top team and top uh, male wrestler. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Like we said earlier, please like, comment, share, subscribe. Please, please, please follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at Will N, the letter N, Ted, W-R-E-W-I-N-D. Please help us out and share the product with your friends in the IWC. If you have people that you like to go to shows with, you have your little wrestling community, yep. awesome. Please, please, please share the show with them. The more that we get from you guys in terms of subscribers and followers, um, the more that we can you know, give out to you guys as the well. The more we can do. Absolutely. Now, we're also, as a podcast, and I didn't mention this in the last episode, but we're also on as a podcast through Anchor, which puts us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, yep. You know, anywhere pretty much almost, you can get yeah, a podcast. anywhere you can get a podcast. You know, you can download our content. Yep. There's a little bit of a gap from earlier this year where we weren't, posting on the podcast but we've been doing really yeah, well with that said. lately and uh you know we're looking forward to to continuing to serve you guys there as well so if you're not into watching the youtube videos all the time you can always download the podcast and enjoy us yep. there all right guys well thank you so much for joining us for our top 10 top 10 tag team yep. of all time and uh you know our next episode up i'm pretty sure is going to be our top 10 finishers yep. of all time so that's going to be something that we're coming out with and uh you know if you haven't had a chance yet please go back and watch some of our other stuff on the channel or or in the podcast library and uh take a listen and you know we hope that you enjoy what you guys see please always feel free to give us a comment you know shoot us a note on twitter uh, or on Facebook. We're always responding to that stuff. We've built some really great relationships that way, and we look forward to continuing to do so. Folks, he's been Will. I've been Ted. And we'll catch you next time. Get the tables. <laughs> <laughs>